You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on News Talk 720 KDWN. Now in studio, local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Welcome to our show. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now, where we bring you the three E's, educate, empower, and engage. We want to help you to make your real estate and personal financial decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld of the Brown Blankfeld Group at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we've been selling homes here in Southern Nevada since 1988. We're here to help you with all of your real estate questions. Please tune in every week on Saturdays at 11 a.m. right here on News Talk 720 KDWN. We're also very proud to have been on air here at KDWN since 2014 and have been dedicated to delivering timely, balanced truths about local market conditions. Today on our program, we have a great show for you today. We have Bronson Mack here from the Southern Nevada Water Authority, and he's going to talk, I know he's going to talk a little bit about that new uh, pact, uh, that the new arrangements between the states and Mexico and how it might impact us here in Southern Nevada. And then we also have John Ingram here, uh, and John's going to, I know John and I are going to have a, an interesting discussion about the variety of ways to uh, buy and sell homes now, because there's different ways now than there were before. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be an interesting twist. And I, and I like the idea of discussing that even further. We, we had uh, some people from Open Door on a few weeks ago, but now we'll, we'll delve into this a little bit in a little more detail today. Uh, and then of course, um, uh, I, I did find an article, an interesting article about how foreclosures are basically falling off the map here in Southern Nevada. Just, there aren't any more. There's no more foreclosures. But there's a reason for that, and it has to do with the, the recent legislative session. Uh, mm, and there will be yeah. changes to that. Um, and so we'll see that. And, of course, we have to talk. We, I mean, look, who can't? If we're here in Las Vegas. We have to talk a little bit about what, ha about what happened last weekend. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, uh, about the, the, the tragedy, the horror, and then, again, the, the city and, and the pride we can now take and how the city reacted to that, that horrific uh, event. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Um, and then... Um, and then we'll mention briefly that uh, tomorrow, Sunday, will be our Chester Kids Golf Tournament. And we'll talk a little bit about that as well. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. This program is brought to you by LVRealEstateRadio.com. That's LVRealEstateRadio.com. Hi, I'm Carrie Phillips, director of RateWise Mortgage, and I'm here to tell you why RateWise rules. We charge zero dollars in lender fees. Zip, zilch, nada. We offer great rates. I'm talking bragging to your neighbor rates. And we prove amazing customer service. We truly care about our clients. Please contact RateWise Mortgage today and let us prove our awesomeness to you. Call us at 702-688-6222. That's 702-688-6222. A division of Finance of America Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 1071. This is not a commitment to lend. Rates and terms are subject to change without notice, subject to qualification. Hi, this is Harvey Blankfeld, host of Las Vegas Real Estate Now. I am thrilled that I get to speak with you every week and bring you the truth about our local real estate market. A lot of stuff you hear in the news is based on national numbers and really doesn't mean much to us here in Southern Nevada. Whether you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, or even refinance your home, we can help you to make an educated decision on what's best for you and your family. If you would like to listen to our shows on your own time, get in touch with any of our expert contributors, or suggest future topics, please check out our website. If you already have a trusted professional, terrific. If not, just give us a call. We're here to help. Call us off air or text us at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. And thank you for listening. We'll be back momentarily. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Now, back to Harvey. 
We want to welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld, and you're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on AM 720 KDWN. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m., and I'm here in studio with uh, with John Ingram. Uh, and and John, John's back again. John's one of my favorite guests. He's from Cross Country Mortgage, NMLS number 552596. Welcome back, John. Thank you so much. Oh, that, that rolled right off the tongue today. Got that Look NMLS that. number right, out of, the, right yeah. out of the box. Knocked that stuff right out for you. That's for all you lawyers out there. <laughs> How you doing? All right. <laughs> Took care of the lawyers. Okay. Yeah, now let's right. move on to the rest of the people. All right. Uh, and we also have a very interesting, and, and you've heard from him a long time ago, but uh, we brought back Bron- Bronson Mack from the Southern Nevada Water Authority. Um, he's their public uh, outreach manager, and he's a graduate of UNLV. He's been working for 15 years in the uh, water industry. Welcome back, Bronson. Yes, hey, thanks so much for having me, Harvey. It's a beautiful Saturday morning here. Yes, it is. It's a beautiful <laughs> Saturday morning this Thursday as we're taping this. That's uh, right. And, and, uh, he's the toughest water guy <laughs> in town. Pulling yeah. back the curtain. Yeah. There the you go. Magic. Yeah, we you know we're we're pretty transparent here, but but and we do do live shows periodically, but yes, we like we like yes. to, we like to tape in advance, so we don't. And and you know it's a funny thing about we are that, working Bronson. people. You I know it's a funny on. thing about that is that we tape in advance, but we don't edit that much if if at all. Right. I mean, every now and then I'll call Jeff and say Jeff. You know Reduce that stupid John's thing. That talk, stupid right? thing that John said. Really, you got to get that out of there, man. Right. What the heck was he thinking? Uh, but no, I mean, honestly, we do we 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 do this as though it's live, yes. even though we're taping in advance. Bronson, reason I wanted to bring you in today was to talk about this thing I read in the paper just a little while ago about the Mexico sharing agreement. Let's talk about that. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so the United States and Mexico recently announced a new water sharing agreement between the two, uh, the two countries, which will benefit Southern Nevada as well as other water users on the Colorado River. Now, the agreement, uh, which we call Minute 323, because it is an addendum or a minute to the 1944 water sharing agreement that originally divided uh, the the waters of the Colorado River between the United States and Mexico. And since 1944, there have been some additional minutes or amendments, if you will, to mm-hmm. that agreement. Mm-hmm. And so the the current agreement um, that, that was, well, the original agreement that was set there, we called it Minute 319. And Minute 319 was set to expire at the end of this year. Sounds so exciting when you say it that way. Yeah. Minute 319, they That's approached right. the gate. That's exactly you know, that right. All right. You, <laughs> yes. you like that buildup. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, I mean, it's dramatic. Look, mm-hmm. look right. water, we're talking about water and sharing water between two nations. Yeah, yeah this is exciting stuff. This hey, is. You International bet. intrigue. I gotcha. Yeah. All so right. minute, minute 319 was set to expire expire at the end of the year mm-hmm. and so the two the two countries came together to work through the provisions that were already established in that minute and ensure that it was still valid and 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 still necessary um, and both Mexico and the United States agreed that it was necessary so Minute 319, which is set to expire, now gets supplants by brand new Minute 323. 323. Yeah, 323. Excellent. So this is, they go, in, uh, they go in numerical order, John. Yeah, but I'm just, what, what happened, happened to the, the yellow ones? Yeah. Oh, like, there were 320, 321. That's not, it doesn't go from 319 to 323. That's because there's other minutes and other things uh, and other arrangements right. that items. occur between, gotcha. between the countries. So, so far right. what you're telling me is water still goes down the Colorado Rado, and arrives in Mexico at some point. That's correct. And All right. And there's All about right. 40 million people that use it between that point and Mexico. 40 mil. Yeah, Ooh. 40 million Americans okay. just about. Okay, wow. So, so the uh, the current agreement, uh, really what it does is it gives Mexico the ability to store some of their unused water in Lake Mead. And why is that important? Yeah. Well, that helps keep Lake Mead's water levels up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bolster those water levels, uh, maintaining those water levels higher. That allows us to ensure our access to that water supply. So if lake levels continue to decline, our existing pumping facilities wouldn't 
reach the water anymore. Cool. Now, we are building a new pump station to address that issue, but until okay. that happens, we want to keep those lake levels so they're, up. So they're, they're, they increase the amount of water that they're storing with us, or for the first time, they're storing water in Lake Mead? They are able to continue to store oh, okay. water in All Lake right. Mead. They were originally allowed to do it under 319, and they're going to continue to be able to do that. Understood. And in fact, those efforts of Mexico and even some of the other states that are storing water in Lake Mead, that is keeping that lake elevation much higher today than it would be otherwise. Wow. We mm. would be in a shortage condition right now. Had we not taken all of the the various actions that have been taken on the Colorado River since right. this drought started uh, in 2002, so that's mm-hmm. 15 years ago, a decade and a half that we've wow. been in drought. Okay, wow. but you know, if a shortage is declared on the Colorado River, Mexico now because of Minute 323, they're going to take a reduction in their water use. Okay, Nevada takes a reduction as well, right. as does Arizona, and there are other arrangements that are that are that are coming into play here that we'll likely hear about over over uh, the course of of next year. Okay. that'll bring California to the table for for a reduction as well. But again, it's all dependent upon the hydrology on the Colorado River and the and the levels of Lake Mead. In addition to that, this agreement with Mexico reserves some water flows for the environment. Um, that is that is a big win for the environmental community and the non-governmental organizations that have been very involved in mm. the Colorado River and uh, and ensuring that the resources are, are there also for the environment. So. Um, One other interesting piece about this uh, agreement is that it allows states like Arizona and Nevada and California to invest in water efficiency projects in Mexico. And through that investment, the states can get a share of the water that would be saved once those projects come to fruition. So Uh, for us... spend a little money in Mexico to keep the water here. Well, well, but we can buy their sort of water rights from right. them through investing exactly. in their efficiency. Yeah, what it is is that we will indeed invest in their efficiency. And right now we're looking at about a little over $3 million that Nevada is planning to invest. Mm-hmm. And through that investment, we'll gain access to 27,000 acre feet of water. Wow. Now, we only get 300,000 acre feet a year off of the Colorado River. So to be able to Almost get another 20... Just about ten percent more, yeah. Right. So, so that's See? that's again numbers guy. I got that one. That's just again <laughs> great math there, John. That's again just just being able to show flexibility in our water resources and 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 provide for some flexibility in our management of those resources. Outstanding. So, how long does uh, three two three last? How long does that go? So, three two three will be on the books now. I believe it's uh, five. It's either five or seven years. You okay. got me on that one. I, I okay. don't have that's the specific. Fine. That's fine. So, okay, so then we'll be doing some more with that. But, I, Bronson, will we see, will, will there be any visual evidence of this? Will we see the lake actually change and and, and go up, or, or will we see it right. stay where it is? Will it go down? Will I mean, it hold, hold more boats? Will it, I mean, what's, yeah, yeah, what's the story here? Yeah, Let's will bring we this see, back. Will there be any visual evidence of this yeah. from the lake? Well, you know, we've certainly seen the visual evidence of this drought as yeah. we've seen Lake Mead drop about 130 yeah, feet way, since it yes. started, yeah, right? So yeah. we see that big bathtub ring yep. out there, you yep. know? And the goal here is to make that bathtub ring either smaller or keep it right about where it is so that we're trying to sustain those water levels. Now, look, right now, Lake Mead is at elevation 1080. So that's 1,080 feet above sea level. Okay. If Lake Mead drops to elevation 1075... Mexico, California, Mexico, Arizona, and Nevada will have to reduce their water use. Okay. Okay. For Nevada's part, our maximum shortage that we would have to endure at this point is 20,000 acre feet. Now, again, we get 300,000 acre feet. So that's not a huge piece. We're using about 
235,000 acre feet. So we've got about 65,000 acre feet that's unused. Right. So if we have to take that shortage of 40,000, that maximum shortage of 40,000 acre feet, we're going to absorb that through our unused Colorado River uh, water. And so we will not have to make any further drastic steps in how we use water in this valley because we've done all of that heavy lifting over the past 15 to 20 years through conservation, through being more efficient, being a little bit wiser about we as residents Mm -hmm. using water. And that has really driven down our use and put us in a very good position should shortage conditions occur. Okay. Outstanding. You know, I think it's um, as we as we you know as you fly over Lake Mead and land in Las Vegas mm-hmm. and you see that huge bathtub ring that's been created. Uh, it's 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 intuitive to say, oh my God, there's a water shortage and we, we're really in bad shape. And oh, I hope there's enough water. Uh, but as uh, as Bronson has mentioned in the past, we're we're actually in better shape than we think. And, and it's counterintuitive to believe that, but we are in better shape than we think. And that's something I want to talk about, but I want to wait until the next segment to get into that okay. a little bit more because we're going to have to step away for a commercial. Um, uh, but before we do, uh, this agreement is in effect right now, Bronson? Is this already taken effect or, or, or 323 has started? or when Three, is this? 323 has been has been approved. It has been um, entered into by both nations. Okay. And now it is just working its way through through its final process before it, it becomes enacted. Okay, very good. And, I couldn't, and we'll talk more about this again after the break. Uh, but I couldn't help but, but understand that California's not necessarily done anything yet in that in that change. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk more about that after break. Guys, we're going to step away for just a moment, run a couple commercials, and we're going to come back with more from uh, John Ingram and Bronson Mack. So stay tuned. This program is brought to you by LVRealEstateRadio.com. That's LVRealEstateRadio.com. Everyone agrees that having a clear title is an important step to completing a perfect real estate transaction. With this in mind, we at Equity Title of Nevada are proud to have served the tens of thousands of homeowners to implement their dream of homeownership. Equity Title is an American-based company in Nevada. My name is Tracy Rucha. I am the Vice President and Sales Manager and can be reached at 702-510-9822 or email me at tracyr at equitynv.com. Hi, this is Harvey Blankfeld, host of Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're proud to be brought to you right here on News Talk 720 KDWN. We want to bring value to you. We hope to bring you an education which will empower you and help you engage our market in what may be the biggest purchase or sale you ever make. We are bringing you some of the very best expert contributors. You not only feel better about your involvement in real estate, but you will know that you're taking all the proper steps to make wise decisions for yourself and your family. Remember, if you ever have a question about real estate here in Southern Nevada or any of the other related topics presented by expert contributors, you can call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. Please tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. right here on News Talk 720 KDWN. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Now, back to Harvey. We want to welcome you back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld, and you're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on AM 720 KDWN. We're here every Saturday 
at 11 a.m. And with me in studio right now, I have John Ingram, and we're also talking with Bronson Mack. And uh, before the break, we were talking about this new pact we have, the United States has with Mexico. And, of course, uh, Arizona is involved, and, and uh, we're involved. But apparently California is not involved yet. What's the story with that? Well, that piece there is just simply that right now, uh, based on some agreements that were established in 2007 mm-hmm. that outlined what the shortage guidelines would be should Lake Mead fall and hit specific trigger elevations, Okay, um, there would be a reduction in water use for Arizona and California, and now for Mexico as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, California, California, however, has been, uh, they've got a senior water right. Uh, this goes back to some um, uh, Supreme Court cases that took place between California and Arizona, and, and it gets kind of, uh, kind of kind of political there. Okay, um, right. but But the, the point for today is that there is a framework that is in place right now for additional reductions and additional shortages to prepare for those okay. so that California, Arizona, and Nevada are all participating in those reductions in water use. And again, that would purely purely be because Lake Mead has dropped to specific elevations Got that it. would trigger these states needing to reduce their water use. Now, when we look at the Colorado River and we look at the assessments that are done every single month and two-year projections out on the river and all of the modeling that's done, we do not anticipate anticipate hitting those shortage triggers over the next two years. So you think the lake's going to stay pretty much where it is for the time being? That is the that is what we anticipate. The now, years. the lake's going to continue to rise and fall, but it wouldn't hit those triggers at the appropriate time to actually warrant a shortage. Got it. Mm. Interesting. You know, and we talked um, a, a little bit before about the, the counterintuitive nature of the level of the lake, because um, uh, last time we had uh, Bronson and uh, John, we talked about this. And when you look at that lake, you say, oh, um, uh, you know, Las Vegas doesn't have enough water. A, you know, look how far it's come down. It's going down. And, oh, my, oh, my goodness. But Bronson pointed out this, and I want you to uh, clarify that for us. Because of the conservation efforts we've already had here in Southern Nevada since way back in 2002, mm-hmm. we're doing a pretty good job of conserving water, aren't we? We've done a great job at conserving water, and, and, and it even goes beyond conservation. I mean, if we're just looking at this from a water security perspective, mm-hmm. what does Nevada need to do, specifically Southern Nevada need to do, to ensure a secure water supply? Well, number one, Southern Nevada Water Authority has a 50-year water resource plan. We know exactly where our water resources are going to be for the next half century. We also project out what the water demands are going to be for the next half century, and then we pair those water resources to meet that demand. That means that when there's a new uh, development that's built, whether it's single family, whether it's multifamily or commercial, we're already prepared from a water resource perspective because we've already factored in that future water demand into our 50-year resource plan. So mm-hmm. the next half century, we're, we've got a secure water we're supply. Set. Now you couple that with water banking. We have eight years worth of water at our current water usage rates banked right here in Southern Nevada in the aquifer beneath our feet, in the aquifer in Arizona, as well as in California. Now, should we need that water that we have banked in Arizona and California, we will call upon it. We will let Arizona know that we're gonna take X amount of water. Arizona will take that amount of water out of their groundwater aquifer and use it locally. And that's the banked water that we sent down there to them. And then in turn, We'll take a share of their Colorado River water out of Lake right. Mead they got and use that here locally. To us and That's we right. get to use it then. So sure. here we are now. We've got eight years of supply. We also have completed construction on intake number three. 
It is a three-mile-long tunnel underneath Lake Mead. That intake is drawing water below what we call the dead pool elevation in the lake. Okay. Should Lake Mead fall to a point where water can no longer pass through Hoover Dam, that means no power generation from Hoover. That means wow. no water deliveries to California, which is our breadbasket here from an agricultural standpoint. Right. No water deliveries to Arizona or Mexico. Mm-hmm. But that third intake will be below that elevation, so and have... so we would still be able to draw upon what water may be there, assuming that that's in agreement with all of the other states on the Colorado Outsta- River. Outstanding. So, so now we're also working with the low lake level pumping station. It's a pumping station that'll support that third intake. Right now, our existing pumping facilities are still operable. We can still we're still um, in, so we're in reach of, of the water. That's okay. perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But should lake levels continue to decline, those two pumping stations we have would no longer reach our water supply. Got so it. we've got a third pumping station under construction right now um, out at Lake Mead, and that'll be completed in 2020. Will that, so, will that one station be sufficient to supply the, all the water necessary? Great question, John. And the way that we've established that, that pumping station, yes, it absolutely will. Okay, that so could become our sole pumping that's right now there are redundancies and other things built into that pumping station Mm -hmm. so if you've got pumps that have issues you know you've got backups and things like that so that we can continue to draw that water from the lake and then lift it over to our water treatment plants You, you mentioned the the aquifer underneath las vegas do we keep that full we do a lot of groundwater management here in southern nevada so we have groundwater users these are Primarily folks that are kind of out in that northwest area of town. That's kind of the sweet spot. Yeah, Mm -hmm. well water, exactly. Mm -hmm. So we've got a lot of folks that are using wells, but... 10% 10% of our municipal water supply comes from groundwater, and it comes from it comes from Las Vegas Valley Water District municipal wells, the mm-hmm. Springs Preserve. The Springs Preserve is an active well field. So mm. we've got eight wells there, and we pump water during the summer to supplement our, our water supply coming out of the Colorado River. Oh, that's so, interesting. So, so what we do there is unused Colorado River water. Mm-hmm. In years past, we've been able to bring that water into the valley and inject it down into the aquifer. Right. That helps to ensure the water table within right. the aquifer, helps keep that water table high, and it also serves as a bit of a savings account for us where we sure. can you know, put acre feet in and in the future be able to take acre feet of water out. Hey, uh, in case you just joined us, you're listening to News Talk 720 KDWN. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld, and with me in studio right now, I have John Ingram and Bronson Mack, and Bronson was uh, elaborating on this current situation of water supply here in Southern Nevada. It was interesting. One of the notes that I saw in preparing for this was that you had made mention that Southern Nevada uses 5% of Nevada's water resources and generates about 70% of Nevada's economic activity. That's an interesting figure. You would think we would be using a lot more of Nevada's water. You would think so, wouldn't right? you? You know, if we take a look at uh, Nevada as a whole and we look at uh, water rights, mm-hmm. you know, groundwater resources for the state, as well as surface water resources, which primarily serve as our Colorado River water or mm-hmm or the, the water in the uh, Truckee River mm-hmm. uh, for our friends up north. Right. So if we were to take an inventory of all of that water that's available uh, to the state, and then we were to look at what we use here in Southern Nevada, Southern Nevada indeed uses 5% And is, of is that simply water. because there's not a ton of agriculture down here and there is more in the north? That is a great point. So we do have more agricultural uh, water use that takes place throughout the states than we than we do here in Southern Nevada. But, you know, on top of that, Southern Nevada really has two population centers, right? We've got right. Clark County right. and we've got Washoe County. Right. right. So those are really our two population centers. But, you know, when you when you when you take a look at water use here in Southern Nevada, and you're right, it's five percent of the state's water, and we do generate about seventy percent of the state's economic activity. Mm-hmm. But now let's take that down even a little bit tighter. Let's just look at the Las Vegas Strip. 
The Las Vegas Strip employs one out of every 22 Nevadans. Yeah. One out of every 22 Nevadans okay. Okay. works on the Las Vegas I'll buy Strip. That. Yeah. And the Las Vegas Strip itself consumes less than 1% of our state's water resources. Wow. In fact, that's impressive. Sure. Yeah. The efficiency of, of the hotels. Yeah. So, so it is crazy. So you got 40 million people, right? They come in, they stay at our hotels, they use the water. Yeah. Absolutely, they do. Now, the vast majority of their water use is going to be indoors. Yeah. And that indoor water use is the water that we get to reclaim. Right. We treat it to near drinking water standards. Right. We return it back to Lake Mead. And for every gallon we put back in Lake Mead, we can take another gallon out. Right. It doesn't count against our allocation, our 300,000 acre foot allocation. Mm-hmm. That's how we're able to stretch that supply. And that is one of the things that makes Southern Nevada one of the most water efficient communities in the nation. And mm-hmm. we'll... We'll, we'll put our numbers up against anybody. I can imagine so. I mean, that, basically the way you're describing it is just remarkable. And, and you know, so many people come to uh, move here to Southern Nevada, and one of their biggest questions is, is geez, how, how are we going to be okay with water? That's right. the, It really is. I hear sure. it all the time. When, and it, particularly, like I said, when they fly in and they see where Lake Mead sits. You see that big like, ring. You, you, you think, know, oh, really? Yeah, you, you got enough water for me sure. and my family? Right. You know, and so right. it, becomes, uh, it becomes a concern. But the truth of the matter is, is that, as Bronson's describing, we're in much better shape than you would think from a water perspective. And after California's recent problems, you would think we were worse off, but we're not. We're well prepared. And uh, you, you got to commend the Southern Nevada Water Authority for, for doing this and, and getting this done right and uh, but, proud proud of it. And on top of that, we have to commend this community. Yeah, This community has embraced conservation. And through this community's efforts to take out grass, replace it with water-efficient landscaping, change that shower head, do the things that they needed to do to reduce their water use, collectively as a community, we've driven down our water use and saved more than half a trillion gallons of water. My goodness, that's awesome. Hey, uh, we're going to step away. We're coming up on the bottom of the hour now, guys. We're going to be back with more uh, with John Ingram and Bronson Max. So stay tuned. Cool. This program is brought to you by LVRealEstateRadio.com. That's LVRealEstateRadio.com.